did it again almost did it again what up welcome to your morning drip i am your host running rock we are in the building with another illustrious and special guest the one and only jazz van queen peace 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 what up everybody cameras and peoples yeah that's your camera right there this is mine that's okay. yours and then the main and then the the one that's on me that has the horrible job and is the oldest of all of them just this like is I my favorite camera though like the 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 view of it i mm -hmm. like a lot you know what thank you i yeah you, know, I have you poor look good eyesight. in it fam <laughs> uh also we have marcy in the building what up marcy a trailblazer Mar Mar Marcy's got a got got a mic. She she she's been busy sitting up here filming the world, uh, and and so you know she she ain't been here in a second, but she she's still doing it. Uh, yes, I, I person in the window. <laughs> it's like Good Morning America, but black, <laughs> which makes it way better. <laughs> uh, but yo, Jazz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing to be here this morning, man. I feel great. I feel amazing. Yeah, you you. You're very accomplished. You you you've done a lot on this earth uh, within the short time that you've been here. Uh, let let me presume are are you under the age of thirty? I'm there. You there? All right. There. All right. Yo, yeah. uh, approaching there. You know, right there. Yo, dude. Uh, so there's <clears throat> this quote from the the mythical uh unicorn that is childish gambino where he was like the mythical unicorn he, he's a mythical unicorn okay. uh where he was like yo who you are by the time you reach 30 mm -hmm. is who you're gonna be forever i can't so, I, so, can, I can't live by that so he was like whatever like bad habits you have or whatever else like when you have those at 30 like those are the hardest to break nah Nah, I, nah. I stopped watching pornography recently, and it wasn't very hard. You that's, know what? I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great example. That's a great example. Like that's the. I'm not. I wasn't trying to think of a great example, but that's a real one in my life, and it hasn't been. It hasn't been significantly difficult, or or I didn't think it was gonna be difficult, but it hasn't been like, oh, I gotta. Wanna, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's been nothing like that. So you, I, I shout already, out to him though. Uh, I'm I'm just going to go off and say this is probably going to be the best episode ever just off of that opening <laughs> statement. You just came yeah. out here bussing, uh, yeah. pause, uh, but not literally, I guess, anymore. <laughs> that was a well-placed pause. Uh, no, but, yo, you can't, like, steer away from that. Um, 
I don't, I don't, it's like, yo, what do you say after that? Uh, yeah, I wish we had a call in. Call in now. Tell us your battles with pornography. Hey, yo, for <laughs> real though, we, we are live on Twitch. So, you know, if you got, you got something to say uh, about this, put it in the, put it in the chat and we can, we can bring it up. Hit us on Zoom. Uh, though we do not have that, so you can do that. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you will not be admitted to the meeting just automatically. Yeah, you, you have to put something great in chat that makes us be like, all right, yeah, we can. we can. But shout out to everybody on Twitch, though, man. A beautiful community. I yeah. love the Twitch community. Uh, no, so wait, wait. So what made you decide just to stop? Uh, let me keep it short. Okay. To keep it short, I wanted more overall health in my intimacy with myself as yeah. well as with you know my partner yeah that's the short version yo that so out of addictive things i think that that one might be the most underrealized, but the also the most talked about yeah if you're being real with yourself and that particular thing it, it can be difficult to be real about yeah speaking from my own experience so yeah i was definitely like because it's a running joke it is, and it's also unfortunately, it's very unfortunate. But in in our you know society, and especially with manhood, we associate you know promiscuity with power. Yeah. We associate like options with power. We associate um, like sexuality and sexual freedom mm -hmm. with with overall freedom. Yeah. And that's another one that I'm like. I don't know, like, you know, having sexual freedom is not necessarily directly related to being, you know, spiritually free. They're not, they're not directly related. But because it, 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 I think it matters, and, and, and maybe you can clarify, like, what you deem as sexual freedom. Absolutely, but the, the point I'm making is, is they're not directly, I didn't say they're not related, yes. they're not directly related, because you, be, you can be consumed by your sexual appetite it can yeah. consume it can you. become an addiction and, and right i guess what i'm saying is is that there is the difference of being like there's sexual freedom where you are not repressed well in the sense of like yo you're awakened and attuned to your body and what your needs, what yeah. your needs are what you're attracted to mm -hmm. what you like mm -hmm. like you know no kink shaming what whatever it may be within that and that doesn't directly mean hey i have sex x amount of times with x amount of partners and x amount of whatever that like that because that can become an addiction and that's not a freedom exactly freedom not. through addiction is not a thing exactly so when when i hear <clears throat> you say that it automatically makes me think uh yo this freedom within uh was it being promiscuous and and you because being promiscuous especially when you have a partner isn't freeing that is that is uh entanglement and you're trapped within especially if like your partner doesn't know or if there isn't a clear com lines of communication you end up being like i'm hiding my true feelings mm -hmm. and if you're hiding you're not free I'm not free. <laughs> <laughs> Within that, I, I, I do got to no, say. No, no, no. Uh, I apologize to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. I just want to elaborate on that statement. Um, there are times that I haven't been yeah. free. And I have to, the, the difficult thing to do is to like, for me, I can only speak about myself. Yeah. The difficult thing to do is to have, to acknowledge those things with your partner. 
be like, yo, these are this is how I'm feeling. Yes. I have not acted on these things, or maybe I have acted on these things in these ways, but yo, here's the transparency of where I'm at and mm. truly how I'm feeling. Not like today was cool, but like <laughs> but like, yo, I had this raging desire all day and I want to talk to you about it. I haven't acted on it, but I just want to talk to you about it. Like yeah. to be in that place in a relationship, I I wish I wish every relationship to to, you know, whatever's best for it but like to be in that space i think it can be very healthy because you could work through it in real time with somebody as opposed to trying to work through it like by your only by yourself yeah you know i'm going to do all this internal work but there is this external force that is pushing me in a direction yeah, yeah. you want somebody to inspire you you know what i mean you're not just going to like play ball every single day or work on your craft every single day with no type of positive reinforcement from anyone you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not healthy. So things that you're working on, too, things that you're trying to. I, I think that that gets <coughs> like it gets confusing at a time. Like. When when we have all these things on social media that are these these un uh, certified self-help guru type people that are like, yeah. hey, yo, your happiness is dependent upon you. You can't Chill. depend on your, your your partner to bring your happiness. Yeah. And then and then at the same time, it's like, yo, if your partner isn't sitting up here being your number one fan, then they, they aren't with you and you need to. It's just like, what is it? Yeah. Which, I mean, which one? <laughs> sometimes they, you know, I mean, sometimes they make some valid points, but but don't yell at me, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> don't like who are you like? Don't ever yell at me. One, your tone is not helping here. Yes. And two. Tone is so important. Yeah, tone is so important. Especially like if you're talking to other melanated people, like you know what's up. Culturally Dude, especially if you're not talking to other melanated people. Ooh. It's like, come on, fam. Like, you, like one, don't yell at me. Like, yeah. don't boot camp me through spiritual development. Like, that's not how everybody works. And, and two. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> And, and the other thing that's really important with that when people do that is don't just talk to make a point, man. A lot of people like to hear what they sound like. Yeah, don't just talk to make a point. And also, this isn't baseball, you know what I mean? This isn't batting practice. Don't just talk until you say something interesting. Or, or, or one of those moments that's like, uh, aha, like you you stumbled upon an epiphany moment and you're like, Yo, that sounds like a bar, but what that is is unhealthy. Conversation would be better overall if people would embrace silence and phrasing a little bit more. Ooh, fra fra yo, phrasing. That yo, your cadence, how how you get to point A to point B is such an important thing because I, the one thing that I hate and it's like a problem within myself that I wish I, I I'm like actively trying to change is being like hey how i'm speaking to you and the words that i'm choosing yeah might not be the message i'm trying to convey and i'm like and i say this to my <clears throat> partner so, and uh sometimes and i'm like don't listen to the words that i'm saying listen to the message i'm trying to convey hmm. like I might mess up on the words. I might not be articulate enough to put this sentence together perfectly. But mm. what I'm trying to convey, the emotions that I'm trying to say in the way that I'm trying to say it, realize that more so than me being like, hey, I'm tired of picking up the kitty litter. Like, be like, hey, I'm having trouble with this. Can we try to do this to blah, 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 blah? Mm -hmm. Especially. Did you have a thing with the kitty litter recently? 
yo, we ain't getting no black. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because the example you chose was so particular. I, I was trying to grab something in the universe that didn't matter, but at the yeah, same no. time, I tapped into something did. that did. You did. Uh, Y'all going to work through that kitty litter. Yo, you know what? They they came to their own point within it, and I was really happy because it was like one of those like evolving moments on their own that it was like, we've talked about this. We stressed about this. We've Come had conversations now. about this. But now we're at this place where you did it on your own for your own reasoning. It was in, in, in the right way, selfish reasoning. Yeah. You did it for yourself, and it ended up bettering us. When people come around in their own time, it's like a present that you forgot you wanted. It's really beautiful. It, it's, 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 it's a belated birthday gift, but try not to be, you know, three birthdays down the line giving that yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, I would like to... I would like, ideally, I'd like things to be fixed before I forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Before I just, like, cope with it and move on. You know what I mean? I, I think it's, relationships are just interesting, whether it's. Oh, man, we've reached it. <laughs> relationships are just interesting, whether it's it's uh, romantic or otherwise. It's It's just. Yeah, they're fascinating. And they're also, uh, yes, humans are, you know, somewhat pack animals, but I don't think it's natural to spend or your time with the person like the, the the way that a lot of you know traditionally the way that relationships are built the mm -hmm. world i think the world doesn't operate that way anymore we've automated so many processes and things that we we can operate with our, with a certain type of autonomy and on our own way more we, we can operate on our own to survive and even thrive better than you know maybe 50 or 70 years ago so the way that relationships the, the foundation that is built upon is like almost to the point where it's far-fetched to me you know and i'm in a relationship yeah it's like this isn't gonna work if we just i can't spend all my time with you or any person you know L let me ask you this and this is this is a dangerous question so i want you to take a second before you answer it a second is the least that i will take yes uh, it, <laughs> now that we live in a society where it there you know we have text messaging. We have all the different kinds of ways to contact a person. The fact that you can no longer be like, hey, I'm not going to answer this right now, no matter what it is, like on in, in the important scale of one to 10, it can range anywhere within that. Just the fact that it's like, hey, you sent me a text message. Mm -hmm. I did not reply to it within the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. Now it's been an hour. Now it's been a day. Mm -hmm. And people having so much animosity towards that in, in general. Because uh, the point that I'm trying to make within this is back in the day, we had phones that we can choose not to pick up, and it was blind. Like, we didn't know who was on the other line. But because now we know who's on the other line and what they're saying, mm -hmm. we, we were chosen and, and told to respond immediately how do you feel about that i don't agree um i think the caller id was the big game changer in the world um second thing and i am willing to i'm willing to you know i, I don't even want to say endure but endure is the quickest word i can i can conjure i'm willing to endure whatever the consequences of moving moving on my own time thank you <clears throat> hey but yes. this has come, I also <laughs> should say this, because everybody's at a different point in their journey. I've also, you know, I, I have also coped with 
you know, missing many opportunities in my career already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I already know what that feels like. And I know, I know that I can survive and still thrive if I miss an opportunity. I don't, you know, some people are not, they're in a different space. They work in a different industry, whatever. So I do respect, you know, people who are like, nah, like, I got to see about this. I got to, you know, everybody's where they're at. CC respond. I never let an email sit in my inbox longer than an hour type people. I praise you, but I also say like, you are crazy because to be at a point where I, I personally don't have enough time in the day. I just feel like as a person, I don't, I know I need to time manage better. But when I see people that are constantly responding to something that they're like, you're at a dinner or whatever else. And like, Oh, one second, I gotta, I gotta answer this. And then they do that, but they do that 10 times within a meal and it's never too long. They're always short within it, but just being like, I can't step away from something. And I had this happen to me yesterday. And I, if homie watches, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I had someone hit me up being talking to me about uh, potentially working on something together. And I, I responded being like, hey, yeah, we haven't done this yet. And then uh, it was my kid's birthday. Oh, peace. And, and I didn't. That's the next birthday. message I didn't get to respond to because I was like, I got to go get the cake. I got to get the balloons. I still got to put my presents in the bag and I still got to drive over to the location. And then I got a message like, yo, word, guess this ain't going to work out then. And I was just like, it took like it took me a second to stop, breathe, process, and be like, I can lash out, tell them how I really feel, mm -hmm. or, I can, or I can say this in a more subtle way that they hopefully can understand. What you did, what you did, that person didn't do. They, they didn't, and... I, Respect to that person, but you know, for whatever reason, they didn't do that. And I and I'm speaking from a space of that message that that person sent. I felt that way before. Yeah. Because what am I doing? I'm grinding my insecurities. And you're so excited sometimes that you really want that answer. Yeah. Like this, and because we live in a like this society that. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. It's like you feel that way. You want to make it happen, and then you don't get a response, and that's when the grinding of insecurities could happen. Yeah. And that's it's happened to me like many times where I'm like, whoa, you know, but you know what the beautiful thing is about texting? Right. You can draft. <laughs> you can draft. It is, it is a therapeutic exercise. Yeah. Use drafting a text as therapy. I've learned from like prior, you know, work relationships. Say what you want to say in a text. Put that bitch in a note. Whew. Or just read it and let it go. You know, if you really, you know what I mean? Or maybe there is like one line you want to keep or whatever, but like, don't. One line after the, the four paragraphs. Yeah, like, you know like, like this, this is, really just sums it up. Yeah. All this other stuff is just getting, getting the irk out. Yeah. Let me, let me save the irk and just yeah. give them the message. Right. You want a work relationship. You don't want a therapist relationship. Don't do it. Bars. If you're uh, working with somebody. Uh, so, Chaz. Yes. Van Queen. Yes. Who are you? Let 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 us know, cause you know we we've already jumped into so much. Who who are you? Yeah, okay, I don't. I'm trying to like. I don't want to Jay Z Nardwar that answer. So I'm just like. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Man has a cigar. He's like I am, and he and Nardwar's like Nah. I meant like you know you Jay Z. <laughs> um, who am I? You know. I am a you know, spiritual being, just having an experience here. I am an artist. I am a producer and a writer. Um, 
and I also am a music educator and a teacher here at PPS Schools. Um, and those are the things I do. Um, beyond that, my mission mm -hmm. um, through my artistic endeavors and my teaching endeavors is to uh, create more independent and critical thinking yeah. in people, in young people. Um, that is a you know my mission as a as a creative and my mission as you know an educator and a music educator and you know I'm grateful man I'm just you know I'm a grateful person I live in a space of gratefulness regardless of of the situations and what's going on you know yeah and that is who I am in short <laughs> in, in short yeah you, you know what even your long is short in in the the grand Pause. scheme. <laughs> Like I said, I think this is gonna be a great episode. Sorry, uh, I'm from the X, bro. Like it's it's not, you know, I don't mean anything derogatory. It's more just I, I apologize if anyone was offended. It's more just like no, no, nostalgia. No. I, I wanna touch on that. Pause. Pause. Pause is 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 safe. Cause pause is more dealing with anything that's a and I'm gonna butcher this word and, and Marcy, can you correct me as soon as I butcher it? Innuendo windows? Yeah. Innuendo. Innuendo. Yeah, that's great. All right, it, it's it's a moment that it can be taken out of context, and and and, yeah. and 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 in a way that I would say would be in in a sexual connotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, but when you say the other one that the we, other uh, one. the uh, that as black people we used to say people back yes. in the day. Uh, well, I only say black people because of Boondocks and and oh, and, and Riley being <laughs> saying it on the regular. Yeah, like that one. No, that one was wrong, inappropriate. Pause. I think is a good way to do it because it also is like let's take a breath and laugh. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I funny. I enjoy that. You are you good with pause, Mark? Uh, Marcy is is the youth down with the pause? Yeah. <laughs> As as you can tell, I use Marcy to tell if I'm still down with the with the young folks. If mm. I'm still hip hop anonymous. Okay. Do you get that reference? Why is why is this person your big point daddy. of reference? Oh. Or not Big Daddy, sorry. Uh wait. Is it Big Daddy? Yeah, the Adam Sandler movie. That oh. is the Adam Sandler movie. Yes, yeah. Big Daddy. Hip hop hip hop anonymous. Hip hip hop. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give him all the easy words. Yeah. That was really funny, actually. I remember that. I remember that. Yo. But why is why is this person your point of reference for well, what's still cool or whatever? Two things. Okay. One, I'm not that cool, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, one, I'm like, well, no, you are because you love MF Doom, so you you get you get points on that on being um, musically uh, diverse within your taste. You're young, and MF Doom wasn't a part of like this came out at the perfect time in my life to come out. This is you being like I went back in time to like learn or i heard something or i like gravitated to something mm -hmm. but yet you're still in the present day where i would be like yeah tiktok is blank and it's like actually tiktok is actually this you can use it for blank but it's not only blank and mm -hmm. i'm like oh so it's not just stories instagram and that's it oh okay so Marcy can educate me to that. Also, Marcy stays on TikTok like no other that I know besides my partner. Oh, Not okay. Marcy, Marcy sends us uh, TikToks and she can uh, once again agree with my shittiness of text messaging. Marcy sends TikToks. Mm -hmm. I look at them and then I say nothing. 
I'm a person that says it in my head, but then never puts it down. So I'm like, huh, that's funny. Yeah, because I, I mean, but also how many times do we want to read, huh, that's funny? You got to think of something original every time. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm sending them stuff that's calling them old. Oh, so. uh, okay. Got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Because on one hand, I'm like, is she, you know, is she the, so the super cool super person? I, I mean, that. I was like, <laughs> Marcy also looks weirdly enough like, uh, uh, I would say probably freshman year of high school version of my son. And so it brings me joy to to look at her face just because her hair is the same. The skin's complexion my is the same. My brain just completely imploded for and, so and, and the one thing about my son is that he, and the best way I can say this without trying to sound weird in any way, and I think there's no way I'm not going to sound weird, my son is a beautiful child. Nothing and, weird and, about that. And, and so it's a thing that, like, when he was very young, people would be like, oh, my God, you have such a beautiful daughter. And I was just like, no, nah, he just got real good hair. That's funny. <laughs> and misgendered your kid. Yeah. And that's the way they answer. And they'd be like, oh, I, uh, uh, and I'm like, it's cool. He likes pink. He's down. He actually got a pink birthday cake. And he was like ecstatic about it. He was oh, just beautiful. like, my favorite color. Uh, but anyways, getting back to you and your, <laughs> and your greatness. Uh, so first off, let's let's touch on the music. Yeah. So you you as a music artist and I and this is the one thing that I love about this show is uh I get to bring up all all the visuals and things within different areas of of different stuff. Hold, hold, hold on. Sometimes my lining up of dropping my line while pressing pressing the buttons isn't super perfect but it, it's good enough. Why? Why did you do this that? This is the first podcast I've been on that has the little stream deck and the, the stream button, deck. So I'm so hype! Like when you press a button, it better be confetti from the ceiling. Well, I mean, it's not confetti from the ceiling, but it does pop on the CV, so we can sit up here and be like, "Blah damn!" It's greatness from the ceiling. Yo, so yeah, so uh, your recent project, but you've also worked with other people. So for the people, you you, you said you are a producer, but you're not only a producer. No, no. In the traditional sense, I'm a producer. Whatever it takes. I mean, I, I produce in the sense of like, you know, beat making, composing and mm -hmm. stuff. But obviously the term producer has changed so much. Um, but yeah, DJ I'm a producer. Khaled. Yeah, which is a great producer, right? But that's the that's what I'm speaking to, actually. I, I was about to say, as a producer, I consider my general role to be the person who gets it from idea to... Um, you know, history, you know what I mean? So that can entail a lot of things. Sometimes I'm finding the the right type of musicians to work with. Sometimes yeah. I'm playing the parts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm just demoing the parts and getting the right musicians. Sometimes yeah. I'm making a beat. Sometimes I'm trying to secure a budget, <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> so it's a lot of things. <clears throat> so, so what are the roles that you are within this project? Within No Man Is An Island? Yes. This is great um, that my roles in this project speak to the name of the project and it speaks to the mission of the project. So I formerly in my career had done many things um, myself. So I consciously um, and actively am changing that yeah. and am, am you know, trying to work into teams, build team, work in a unifying way, not just share in a unifying way, like the output in the music or whatever I'm working on, but to actually, 
you know, build it, the infrastructure to be unified. And, and, you know, because we can buy so many things so cheap, it's very easy to do everything by yourself, yep. to, you know, especially when you have the energy mm -hmm. um, and the curiosity. So No Man is an Island, to the answer time. your question. My role on No Man is the Island is songwriter and vocalist. Yes. Um, you know, I do some, you know, song production a little bit, mm -hmm. but some total producer from the Bronx, from the X as well, takes care of the production. Wait, wait what do you mean by the X? I want to make sure I understand this. From the X. That's where I'm from. Where's the X? The Bronx. Oh, all yeah, right. my bad. Sorry, the way Sorry. you said it, you like, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the X. And I thought yeah, that you meant like the Bronx and then another place also called the X. Because when you first said the X, I understood it as being the Bronx. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. said doubly, I was like, am I got this wrong? I just wanted to, you know, speak for somebody who didn't know what the X is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm from the X. From the... And um, you'll hear that on That's so my new DJ my drop. <laughs> You'll hear that on so many of my records. From the like, I do it every, I do it everywhere. But um, yeah, my role on this project: songwriter, um, rap MC, vocalist. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like sh almost strictly, I okay. very, very intentionally just concentrate on communicating vocally and writing records. Word. Well, so. here, what what song do you want us uh, to take a glimpse at on here? Dealer's choice. Okay. Yeah, it's your choice. Whatever you want. I, I honestly looked on the playlist. I was like, I don't think there was a song called Dealer's Choice. And I was like, <laughs> yo, no, that, 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 Dealer's that, yo, you're you, very literal today. Yo, <laughs> I, I need a song now called Dealer's Choice because that sounds like a fire song. I'm sure there's a song called Dealer's Choice. I yeah, hate, but to, I need I hate to say it with that tone. <laughs> Dealer's Choice doesn't excite me. Right, the song well. title. Ain't no school, I'm on the block with my niggas. Fuck a zoom, I'm in the whip with my niggas. Got that work and ain't nobody checking homework. Scamming with an iPhone and a Chromebook. Do some dishes, sweep the hallway, and I'm free. Mine seen me for a week. Fall back to G. Like it's 2013. Scamming, eating in a pandemic. Secret moves like impossible. I'm half lorries and half Sasson. Fuck getting left back. Mom sold them packs and work full time. Got the hustle like that. And she like it like that. From the ex, no Cardi B. Say it all the time. More buck wild, more D-I-T-C. Pay my mama phone bill since I play JB. So guidance counselor, you don't got no guidance from me? Scam it. My mind spinning. My home's crazy. All the world I've seen before me passing by. My home crazy. My mind spinning. Just because I know we're going to get hit by streaming services and get. Uh... <laughs> do you do that regularly? Is that a thing you do? Play music? No, but like this, the way you did it. Like oh, this. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. All right. Let okay. me say this correctly. First off, you are officially our first rapper on the show. Oh, okay. We've had producers. We've, we've had uh, a few producers. Um, we haven't had a, oh no, that's a lie. We have had a rapper on the show. Uh, the, the way that it is, Portland has a lot of trash rappers. Huh. Sorry, Portland, you do. Uh, and the thing is, is that when I want to have a lot more vocalists on the show, mm -hmm. I want to be very mindful of when we do it. I don't want people to feel like every day we're just bringing on a random rapper, letting them come on here. Cause I don't also, I'm a person that's going to be honest about your music. 
Okay. Now's and the it, time. And it's the thing that's like, if I'm going to have to play your stuff mm-hmm. and then have to look at a camera and be like, so let's uh, talk about da 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 because I don't want to talk about your music because yeah. it's not there. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to crush your dream. You might be in the evolving point. You know, Kendrick at the beginning wasn't making songs as tight, and I don't mean as tight as cool, but tight as in put together wise, mm-hmm. as he did later on in his career. And it takes time to evolve into that point. So that being said, I don't want to bring on whack people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I'm grateful you know, to make it past the threshold. Yes, and and <laughs> and uh, one one thing I wanted to say is. You're within listening to what you have up on here right now. It doesn't sound amateurish whatsoever. And it's the thing that I know, first off, you're not. But secondly, when people put out projects and the it's more experimental and it doesn't go through the process of X, Y and Z within a label or with refinement. Yes, that sometimes that rushing to get out Mm -hmm. is the last thing you should have (laughs) did. Yeah, I, I, I. And to speak to that for people, and then we can get back to this. Mm. Remember that there are tiers of release and use them to your benefit. You know, you can do soft release, soft release, soft release, soft release, and it, that could be five or six different things, right? Yeah. You could release exclusively on Spotify and do, you could garner the, the, the listeners that you have there, set something up with them intimately, do a feedback session. Yeah. That'd be really dope. That would That would gain... That would help people latch on to your to your progress and learn about your process. You could do another soft release in another format. Maybe it's a Bandcamp release where people can actually support the song. Maybe that comes with one piece of merch or whatever. This is one song you're working twice. Yeah. Then you're like, now this song is available. You know, if it does really well and you sell a lot of merch or whatever, now you got some bread. Now you can release it as a single, literally. Do yeah. a remix with it. You know, you now you release a song three times and the song has gone through refinement. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to speak about solutions a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> definitely think because I, I back in the days when people would do early pressings of stuff because they needed to get it out and it would be like, yo, this is the early rough draft pressing of X and this is their tour copy. Mm-hmm. They came back around and they finished the songs like, so you went on tour with this song played it out to the world, came back, and then all of a sudden you had to redo it. This famous example is the Fugees. There were certain versions of the original album and certain tracks that came out that then Lauren had to redo, and they're like, Lauren, your voice has changed. You don't sound the same on the, on the first version. So yeah. people then have that rare copy of being like, yo, this is the... X version of when they is first Mona released. Lisa an example of that? I think that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the most. That's the one I think of first. Yeah, and it's just like, yo, we <clears> have <throat> to, we have to go back and do it again. But like the world has this version. But yo, both like, are fire. But I like the second one a lot more. But that's just me. Yeah, oh. everybody has their preference. I can't even remember which which one is which at this point now. And I think that's more of DJs with Serato than being anything <laughs> else. Yeah, because you just look, you like, hey, this is this is the remix, and then this is the rough draft, and uh, this is the rough draft too. Uh, no, uh, yo, I like your music. I I would I would definitely say that it it is a crazy thing to think of you on tour with Talib Kweli, to mm. think of you on tour with uh like going around the world within this because like it's one of those things when you meet somebody especially 
an artist, especially in Portland, mm -hmm. you have a certain envisionment of them, and then you hear what they've done, and you're like, oh, this is like a pit stop. You're like an artist artist. Hmm. Like, you the shit. And then it's like, then you Thanks. like listen to music or whatever else, and you're like, oh, you're like on that level. Okay. And so say, saying that, when I first met you and you, you were telling me all this, listen to your music, I got it backwards in the oh, sense of being like, <clears throat> I didn't hear your music and then find out how great you were and just having my opinion of, oh, I like this artist and they're X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I was like, oh, this artist has done X. And then it's like, oh, shit, their music represent them doing X. This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That just means I need a better marketing and advertising budget. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, in, in, in career terms, that's what that means. But on the other hand, that means that I'm also, um, in lieu of that, that means that I'm I'm out here. Yeah. Actually, in the, you know, actually in these streets in a healthy way and, and you know, listening, learning, meeting people. Um, so yeah, thanks for digging the project and No Madness, no Madness and Island is out now. Shouts to my brother Sum Total for taking the journey with me. Mm -hmm. This is my first project in which I didn't um, really produce all the music. Yeah. So it was it was very beautiful to to have that opportunity. Um, yeah. Give me give me one other song that you want us to play from 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 your collection. Ah, is there uh, is there a certain one from a certain project that you feel like represents you well? Yeah, um, <laughs> let's do. I would say either. So Shaka's more rapping, which is really a really a fun song. Yeah. Um, I'd say either Shaka or Crowded Rooms, unless you want to hear something in it that's more like my production and and the like instrumental side well, of well, my work. Let's let's do. Let's do shock and then give me one that's the production side right after we do this one. Yeah, sure. Okay. So what do I, am I quiet while this is playing? You can talk, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, am I interrupting people being able to listen to this song? Okay. She's like, yo, the audio is. <laughs> well, I mean, I also could be a non warm person. Yeah, then once you figure out how to feed the audio through there. Ah. Because I could just send it to the Mac Mini. Bro, this is amazing how, like, the duality. That's one of the things. I know we're not, like, I want to talk about that a little bit. The duality of, of like, people's careers, you know? Because, like, bro, I'm here with you right now, yeah. like, doing this podcast, and I'm literally, like, literally about to be teaching. in a classroom teaching, like, full on, you know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's just, that's just up until, that's just up until, like, 2.45 of my day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild to be living this in real time. Like, I want you to know that it feels out of body. It's wild to me. Do you, do you have a hard time choosing what path you want to be on? Because it turns into that thing of... <clears throat> the the jack of all trades but a master of none but I, I i hate that saying i just like the part of being like you're a jack of all trades you could be a master of one i'm just i'll answer that yeah um right before that i'd say take a moment and actually read the whole quote of that saying. oh yes yes i i know um 
It's better to be a master of many than a master of of, of one. I'm not gonna misquote, but I have it. Uh, <laughs> I have it. Uh, like on a little piece of paper. Um, and yeah, take a look at it. But to answer the question, um, yeah. There's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of me feeling like I could I could be somewhere else right now. But I also manifest that because I be other places. Well, I I is it hard to be like, yo, I could dive in and do more things within teaching within education in, mm-hmm. a, in a different realm and you mm-hmm. know if i took a little bit less time to to focus on my own craft within it like i could do more within the community or whatever else my ideology is that they are not different worlds you see okay that's why i'm doing it this way Ooh. 40 years from now the merge will be back because of what i'm doing right now the way i'm operating my career my touring yes Am I doing shows? Yes. Am I putting out material? Yes. You know, there's some things I'm not doing that I'm working on. I'm always in progress. But am I still am I on your block? Yes. But am I in your school? Yes, fam. And I'm showing people that this is the mold that you can have in your career. You can make your own mold for your career. And that's what everyone's doing. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is it hard realizing that sometimes you're missing out it's on hard. opportunities? Yes, it's hard. <laughs> Yes, it's hard, you know, but there's a bigger thing. There's a bigger thing at hand, bro. Imagine if the pop in person that you wanted to see on the Internet was actually your teacher. I'm that guy. I mean, I'm looking over, but I want you to feel me, too. Like, I'm really that person, you know, in a non egotistical way. I've been blessed with the ability to do that. And I am I am. I'm not like humbling myself to do it because it's an honor to do it. I am stepping into it. I'm stepping into tomorrow, in the wise words of Donald Byrd. We need more teachers, um, I think, like you, in the sense of, like, being multi-talented and doing different things and not having, like... I mean, I understand teaching being your only thing because it's a full-time job and there's a lot of work that goes into it, but, like, I think kids would benefit more from having people that have a variety of hobbies because it's, like, they have all of these people with depth. Yes. it becomes that problem, and this is why you have guest lectures. The the quote of being like, "Those who do do; those who don't teach." And bullshit. Like, and it's <coughs> and I. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're just dropping. I, I I hope you're meaning bullshit into the the sense of that idea, not bullshit and me saying. It. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Come on now. I know you did. Yeah, I just yeah. want to clarify for the audience. Yeah. Nah. Uh, no, but just just in that sense of being like, when we have the roles of doing said things like or it being the retirement plan for artists within within stuff like I'm sorry hold on a sec my whole foot is stuck in your chair and I'm just need a moment <laughs> you do that uh all right okay I'm good I was about to pant <laughs> you like no uh oh man I'm good though all right so w- w- just within that I would say that and then, and I also tried to to bring the the quote up though it's 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 long. No, it's just everyone did something weird to the everybody quote, cropped uh, it. Yeah, to, everybody cropped it. It's like let me define what they're saying, but before mm-hmm. that, let me put my lens on it. You can't just see it. You need to see it through my filter. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I try. The point that. that I'm really you know, and I've made I've made the point already, but I'll say it again, maybe in a different way. Um, what I'm doing is not. I don't consider it to be anything particularly innovative. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not standing on some soapbox like, 
I'm doing it different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's there's merit and there's reasons why people do that. And maybe at the right time, I will engage that way when it's necessary. Yeah. For affect. But what I'm doing is is really, you know, elders have done this. Paul Roberson did this already. Like many other people before did this already, bro. They were scholars. They were athletes. They were, you know, artists and musicians. These this is how this is this is what you know leader of industry is supposed to be yep and yo the thing is i agree with you and i live it within the same way that you do i do i tour and dj around the around the the nation and then i turn around and i do this show and then i also have done community outreach within teaching within pair and different organizations like that and uh i i get it but i also at the same time realize that if instead of me doing some of the extracurricular activities within it that i could be michael jordan in the sense of it being like yo mm -hmm. eight hours a day i'm working on the cut mm -hmm. eight hours a day i'm like you know researching x y and z new music i'm doing all those things mm -hmm. and then i'm bettering my body so when it's time to perform that i'm on point Human evolution has showed us that once Michael Jordan is there once, the next person can be Michael Jordan twice and three and four times. Yeah. That's what evolution has shown us. And I'm just a product of that. Yes. I'm stepping into being in the classroom a little bit more because I respect the fact that it's it's you're idealizing another human to think that you could just step in for two minutes and wave at them and show them that you're great and that's enough to like actually know. Like Teachers are amazing and they're heroes because they're there when the shit is rough, fam. They're not just there to be like, you could be great, yo. Holla at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just like, I shouldn't say that because that's not how, you know, most of the people sound. Most of the people, you know, they come into school and they do the little thing and then they walk away like, I did something today. I helped the kids. I did that for years. But from doing that and being in a learning state while I was doing that, yeah. I also learned Imagine what I could do if I stepped in a little more. But that's what I'm saying. And I'm finding my balance too, fam, because like How do you deal with the balance? I'm not I'm not dealing with it as well as I'd like to. To be completely Wh honest, I'm not touring enough. I should that's be. That's what I was gonna more. I, that's my next question. Because Which when I was touring, um like the feeling that I'm evoking in children mm -hmm. and the, the ways that I'm inspiring the children, it's very synonymous with the way that I was inspiring patrons when I went out to play on tour it was yeah. a similar like the energy and who i am translates in both places pretty um transparently you know what i'm saying so i realized when i was on tour my impact on another human yes you know like truly embodying that and then i also was simultaneously really that realizing that when i was on tour i was like man this is a sit like this is the impact i have in the classroom too so i, I kind of for now i gotta be in both places man i mean there's practical reasons as well obviously like sustainability and stuff but what do you what would you say is the percentage that you're giving to teaching of like if you had to split up your your time and your energy into a pie right now is it like spiritually it's a hundred all the way around spiritually uh, there's there's two answers spiritually it's a hundred all the way around that energy is ever refreshing no energy is created or destroyed and i'm giving a hundred you know it feels like i'm giving a hundred every day yeah. um and music wise i don't right now um i don't feel like that but practically speaking it's because i recorded and made so much material in the last like four years 
So I, on a macro scale, I'm realizing why I'm not like banging my head against like creating, creating, creating right now. It's because I have, you know, in access of 150 songs or something like that, like in the last like two years that yeah. are from 19. So that's almost three. Yeah. So really, I need to be working in a space of packaging, distributing, releasing and, and the things that that in my experience are more difficult because I didn't I don't do them as often. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that the 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 DPS, the packaging and distributing of of music, because they're Recently in the news, I don't know if you heard, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the Snoop of the dogs, uh, recently uh, <coughs> changed the game with them buying Death Row. Yes. And when he bought Death Row, he talked about making music in the NFTs to sit up here and once again take back ownership of music. Did you hear about this? <laughs> you, <laughs> you say it as if Snoop Dogg is the pioneer trailblazer of moving into the NFT space. Well, he's making, he took all of his music and all the music of Death Row besides Tupac's uh, certain albums and put it on. He's putting it as an NFT. So mm -hmm. you won't be able to stream Death Row anymore. I see. So in that sense, he is a pioneer in that because I don't know who, who who's like taking that check here. Let's check it out real quick. Sure. Run the clip. Run the clip. Oh, this wait, is wait, the, whole gonna be the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the two hours and... Just a heads up. All I think right. I did see this clip though. Oh, yeah. 151 mark. I'm with you. You see, I'm here. I'm interning. An hey. intern. <laughs> <laughs> an intern. An intern, an intern. Uh, yes. Uh, bar. Could you scroll up a little bit? Yes, Please. I'm just trying to get the, the oh, audio real quick. Yes. Thank you, Snoop. Thank you, brother. Appreciate y'all. You can point the mic more at the motherfucking hell. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Death row in the motherfucking hell. That's in it. That's in it. That's in it. What this? How the fuck are you controlling death row? Tell everyone. How? Yeah. Well, first thing I did was snatch all the music off of those platforms traditionally known to people because those platforms don't pay. And those platforms Simple. get millions and millions and millions of streams and nobody gets paid other than the record labels. So what I want to do is snatch my music off, create a platform, which is something sort of similar to Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. It'll be a death row app. And then the music in the meantime will live I'm in the metaverse. I'm sorry to stop you. I'm sorry to stop you. But you're saying that you stopped people from check it out on the streaming go services. To, go to Spotify right now and look up Death Row Music. See how much you can find. That face needs to be a meme. That face needs to be a meme. I was just gonna say that's and, the meme face. That that was the most auntie face of auntie's faces at, at, at dinner, and you you like. No, no, no. So I'm dropping out of college and I'm going to sit up here and go to around the world just to find myself. And your auntie like. Like that look. <laughs> I just yeah, did I that look for about 10 seconds. Oh, Say it again. I, I said he's killing it. I, I think I, I, I'm like with him. <laughs> Let's see if we can get that auntie face. There it is. That is that is the let me let me see if we screen can make this full screen. Shot it. Screen shot it. Screen. Uh, 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 yes. Let's, 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 uh, uh. Screenshot. 
Bam. Got that. Auntie. That's amazing. <laughs> Auntie Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's, let's, hear the, let's hear the end of it real quick. We don't believe play. you, sir. We don't play. It's called power. It's called control. It's like if you don't... So you're saying you took all... Oh, I did it on purpose. Because when it comes back up, you own everything. Everything. You control it. And now when they when they finally decide to put some respect on them streams, because nobody in here can tell you what a stream adds up to. Right. It's a fraction of a penny. It's a third of a penny. So you get 100 million streams and you don't make a million dollars. Right. So what the fuck is that? But you want me to keep... What the fuck is music, that? But somebody making the money and ain't me. So, because I know you have your music on, on multiple platforms. Some of it. How how do you feel about this? How do I feel about it? Feel, feel about A, his statement, and B, NFTs being a possibility for music. Okay. In the context of where that music is in the like music stratosphere, right? That music is 30 years old, first off. Second... It's culturally, you know, a cultural phenomenon, obviously. It's created a lot of value over that time and at the time when it was made. It's very popular, it, right? It, so it, thus, right. what's hap the, the, the value doesn't equate to the payout in their case. Yes. Right? Obviously. So moving in the NFT space or in the smart contract space or whatever they decide to do, because NFTs is just one way. Um, in the metaverse, you know what I mean? That's just one way. I hate that that's so, like the new title. Yeah, I mean, some people probably don't like NFTs either, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I do respect the move. I hope that the move, you know, continues and is lucrative for all parties involved and healthy for all parties involved. In the context of, um, in the context of artists such as myself who have not made 30 years of cultural impact as of yet, and if you're going to use it, use it as a tool to bring you more, um, bring you closer to your goals and who you want to build with. When you create that value, you can make the choice to remove things or you cannot put things up at all and just work in the NFT space or just work in hand-to-hand -hand physical space. There's still people who are making a significant living moving their music primarily physically only releasing seven inches, only releasing things on vinyl, et cetera, Look. and everything coming with a download card with that, and Look. it's not being on DSPs. Let me, let me <clears throat> ask you this. If you had the choice. I do, probably, but go if, on. If you had the choice of having mm -hmm. a million-dollar advance mm -hmm. that you didn't necessarily have to pay back, just a million-dollar advance. Or then it's not an advance if I don't have to pay it back. Hold on, you, you'll get what I mean in the second part. Okay. Uh, a million dollar advance that you don't have to pay back necessarily. Okay. Or having a $10,000 advance mm -hmm. that you do have to pay back, mm -hmm. but you also are guaranteed 100,000 followers. Guaranteed 100,000 followers? So you, you'll get 100,000 followers and, and $10,000 right now. Uh-huh. Or you you get a million dollars and nothing else is promised to you. Basically what I'm saying is you get backing and support and a low amount of money mm -hmm. and you can, you can try the trajectory of your career mm -hmm. or you can just take the lump sum and play the game as it's played right now. And that's, 
the 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 DSP route type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not easy. Followers Princi- and money. Principle on principle mm-hmm. and based on the conversation we just had. Yes, it's easy for me to go with B in the context of what we're speaking about. Yeah. But I have to think in the context of forever and goals and not just in this conversation that we're having. I have to think in the, about the climate of my own career. Yeah. In the climate of my own career, there are reasons why I could choose A or B. Yeah. Because with A, I can build my own infrastructure. You see, I have way more money to build my own infrastructure, which I've already been building with way less of a budget. Mm-hmm. I've done 10,000 times over already yeah. in regards to building my own infrastructure. So having a million with the experience that I have that I don't have to pay back. That I so may lean that, towards A because so I have a lot of experience and I also have a grip on what I'm weak at and what I don't understand. Okay. So I can I can I can build my own infrastructure, you know, and then ten thousand dollars with a hundred thousand loyal followers. Like followers. Right. Is fragile because I think about the climate of the world. I think about the access to You talking about council culture type stuff? Yeah. That's a potential that can potentially happen and it could be something that's totally untrue or something like that so i can't and that's just not now like humans are you know we're fickle so no so let me give you i believe in loyal followers but i also you know this is america and this is you know this is our world you know everything is a house of cards fam yo i i hear you on that personally i would i i personally i would take the hundred thousand followers and 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 the ten. Yeah. And the only reason I, I say that is because I know that how this that million and, and this might be me be d- deep and heady in the game, mm-hmm. is that taxes and X, Y, and Z that's gonna come out of that. It's gonna come out of ten too. Ten is a different tax bracket. Absolutely. It's only like <laughs> twenty five hundred that's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I'm like Yo, knowing how this is going to get cut up, yeah, and knowing the maybe mm-hmm. I have to pay this back, maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That you I really now it's maybe, but when you said it, you really leaned towards I didn't have to pay it back. You hey, you don't have to. Okay, but you might. Okay, all right. It's a different. I mean, I'm leaning Cause, towards cause, B because because it, it becomes that thing. It's like it's contractually obligated type shit. Where it's like, yo, word, you're gonna make X, Y, and Z, but mm-hmm. we we all right, we're gonna get you on a million dollar contract. Yeah, and what we're gonna do is we have you for ten albums. How many artists in their career make ten albums that get released by the label? Jay Z yeah. is just like just surpassed that mark. I think he might not even. He's at fourteen. So like, you but Jay Z's only at fourteen. Yeah, he's there's not been a five year span that he's not been relevant or released an album in. No, period. Since his inception, no. So if you gotta think, only four albums he's since he's got to renegotiate his original contract for that money. Can I hear the still up? Huh? Can I hear the still up? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Snoop is chilling. Uh, <laughs> no, we need Auntie. We need Auntie to be looking at me yeah, like, what I you asked, doing? I, I was like, I'll leave him up. Yeah. Uh, 
But anyways, just to say, like, the reason why I, I take the followers is even if I get canceled. All right, canceled, I take the followers. All right, you it, got me. It, it, only reason I take the followers is because they're. You can if, cash out on followers did, fast. If I get, if I have 100,000 followers within it, that means I can tour around the country for X amount. All the time. Indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, the bigger thing is, is that if I do get canceled, I only lose 20%. Because that's what it is on average. On average, when you have those moments of being canceled, mm-hmm. you lose 20% of it, like, immediately off the bat. It mm-hmm. might continue to trickle or whatever else, mm-hmm. but look how many people are still riding with Kanye over all the controversy of X, Y, and Z. And even, like, still buy the shoe releases, still go out to the sellout concerts that sell out X, Y, and Like, yeah. that man has been canceled in most, or, or a fair amount of the ways possible. Yeah. And I, I the worst, the worst one I look on, on that same extent is Louis C.K. That dude made his own platform, stop releasing stuff in a certain way, and he still got his loyal fans and just won a Grammy. Or was it, was it, no, no, was it Oscar or was it Grammy? Oscar. It was an Oscar. It was an Oscar. What do you want an Oscar for? For his comedy album. Oh, okay. So it's just like, I'm just like, yo, dude, if you, I'd rather be good in that way. What was his thing? He groped somebody or something? His, uh, I don't want to undermine it. It was, it was, it was, it was. I can look it up really quick to get specifics. Well, I, I know what it is. It, no. It, no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Pri- primarily what it was was that he he had inappropriate uh, sexual relationships with other, or not relationship, inappropriate sexual contact with other members within the comedian space that were women. He masturbated while on the phone with one. He he pulled out his dick in front of another within like it was just like stuff like that there mm-hmm. was actually no physical contact it was just inappropriate actions and uh they were drastically inappropriate and it's uh well it's it's the thing that's like it's excuse all, me sir this is drastically inappropriate Put your penis away this, <laughs> this is, is drastically <laughs> inappropriate this is a this is a walmart uh <laughs> right <laughs> This well, is a Walmart. It's, it's in that kind of sense. It's like it's kind of weird because we know how some of these comedians are. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows how gross Louis C.K. is. He said it on his TV show. Oh, and and he, and he actively did. He actively joked around about like being like, "Hey, I would jack off in front of you." Da 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 da. Or I, I can't wait to get home and da 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 da. He would say these gross things. People would laugh at it. Mm-hmm. But when they found out it to be true within certain segments, they're like, "Oh God, no." And I'm like, context is important. I'm, and and I, the thing that gets me within it is not like, I'm like, when is it that uh, a certain climate or a certain environment where things are inappropriate and yeah. they're allowed, like it's it's conversations, it's talking points, it's actions and stuff that they're in just, mm-hmm. and then it's like, then they stepped over the line when they did this, and it, <laughs> it's like that's the point that I'm like. If we don't have conversations about these things, it's gonna be impossible to navigate them because people are gonna be like, "What? John brings out his dick all the time to rob Mark and Stewart as a joke," and and Jen says that she's one of the guys and she wants to be treated just like everyone else. Rob pulled out his dick in front of Jen. Jen did an HR complaint to the comedy club. He shut down forever. He can never perform again. And it's like, word. I understand. There's a difference between. Pulling out his dick, joking with his boys, and then masturbating in front of because of a sexual thing. But if he does jokingly do it in the same context over here, where where does a line lie? And it's like I'm I don't 
I'm not saying this saying what side of the line I'm on. I'm saying this because I don't understand the rules of the line. Okay. Let, I just wanted the record to be shown. I am saying nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm always the one that's, that's in the and situation. I, that's not me. Shit. That's not me saying nothing on some like letting shit happen. I'm just in this moment. Well, hypothetically I, I, speaking. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm in the same point that you are. I don't know. And I'm just saying, what is the, how do we have a conversation around this without being toxic or without being degrading to people or undermining people's feelings within this? And I think the thing that we forget is both sides have, and I mean in the sense of being both sides, not as a person that's doing it, but yeah. people are like, hey, I'm okay with this culture of stuff of like, you know, mooning, showing my ass, doing X, Y, and Z. Whoa. And then I've heard the term mooning in so long. And then other people being like, no, this is disrespectful, this is sexual harassment, da, 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 da. I yeah. understand both of those sides. I'm just like, where does where does that hard line meet? There is no hard line. because it. Gonna to assume that there's a hard line is to assume that everyone is the same. But that's the problem. We treat it as if there's a hard line. We treat it as if or there's the guidelines, not a hard line. We treat it as if there's guidelines, right? Don't masturbate in front of someone without some sort of consent. That's a guideline, you know? Making someone feel uncomfortable is, a, is not a hard line because it's different for each person. Uh, I, that that goes into uncomfortability being funny and being a joke and being X, Y, and Z. It's like, hey, it makes it uncomfortable for me to fart in front of you. Hey, we should be able to fart in front of each other. If you're a woman and you don't fart in front of your man, your man, da, 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 da. like it, it's it's those things where it's like we have conversations about it and people are like, these are these are the guidelines and these are the hard lines. And so, you know what? Thank you for that bar. We need that on the shirt. Guidelines versus hard lines. I was going to ask this for clarification for the viewers. Are you kind of coming from a perspective of uh, like, at what point is it a dog whistle to make those certain types of jokes, uh. or like? What do you mean by dog whistle? I want to make sure. So I like understand. a dog whistle, for example, would be like the difference between like a black person making a race joke and a white mm. person making a jo race joke. Of when a white Context. person does it, there's a bit more of a dog whistle. Where it's like, why do you think that's funny? Why do you feel comfortable telling that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's that like. Because you didn't live it. Exactly. So it's like the same thing as like a being like when you do something towards a woman or you do something towards a guy or you make those jokes on stage. At what point is it actually a dog whistle for your behavior mm -hmm. or, you know, and I think like um, and so that's why I was asking, is that kind of a perspective you're coming from or is it more so just like the guidelines and hard lines? It's more so the guidelines and hard lines and I would only comedy wouldn't be it wouldn't be entertaining if it wasn't offensive at this point. Well, and I I'm not saying all the time, but I'm saying. Yeah. That's part of inherently what we've conditioned, what we've been conditioned and what we condition ourselves to associate with comedic value. Um, and I'm not saying directly like it yeah. has to be this to be this. No, I'm saying that that is a part of it. We push pushing the envelope, et cetera, like this, you know, this is 50 plus years of way more of this being a part of the fabric of comedy or the fabric of, mm -hmm. you know, types of comedy. I well, think there's this like tentativeness about speaking a, a hard line into fruition. Yeah. I feel like internally we all know what these lines are, but like at least for like like certain things, mm -hmm. like for example, making jokes like the difference between punching up, punching down. We know that and it's just now being spoken into as a like finally people are like, okay, we know that there's a difference here. Yeah. In that context. And I feel like now 
it's kind of like oh, thank you. people are kind of speaking into it, but yeah. people are ten- genuinely tentative now about it. Now you see it. why I have asked her. Yeah. Yeah. This is very, very valuable. Yeah. I, I, I agree, but more importantly than I agree, I, I empathize and I see, you know, I can understand that, what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I think, think comedy, offensive comedy can be funny. Like I'm not. I mean, a hundred percent. I think yeah. the prime example right now in the world is Andrew Schultz, uh, the dude that does a brilliant idiot cod, uh, podcast with uh, Charlemagne the God, and it's a thing that Andrew Schultz says stuff that is very offensive, uh, and and could be taken the wrong way very easily. Yeah. But he puts it in a context of experience where he'll be like. All right, I'm going to make a joke at the expense of a Middle Eastern person. But then he's going to say, he's going to be like, and he's doing crowd work. So he's like, There's hey, are, are you, are you Sui or. Oh, this is like live. Yeah. And he's audience. Like, yes. Got and it. so he's like, hey, like he'll, he'll name out like three different regions within a specific. Uh, oh, Andrew Scholes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, it, he's, he's so good at doing offensive comedy because he like educates people okay. and then it leads to like the perfect offensive punchline and he does it every time. Mm. And I feel like he's like the best person at making offensive jokes. So oh. it's, it's a thing that like he'll starts with the per- punchline and works backwards. No, no, he'll, he'll it's be opposite. like, he'll make you know no, no, in performance, but no, I'm, I'm in performance. saying in when he's writing, he probably starts with the punchline and works backwards. <laughs> yeah. well, he, that's no, what I'm saying though. He's doing yeah. crowd work. So there is no writing beforehand. So he'll be like, hey, I realize that you are African-African, not black African in the sense of being from America. So I'm going to be like, hey, what region are you from? Oh, do you do this? Do you speak this? Oh, okay. He dives into it. So you are disarmed of being like, so this person knows this culture and not the stereotypes. Got it. They, they, They are of the culture. Cool. And then he'll sit up here and start diving into it more. And then he'll start on this like, the setting up of the punchline slash jab that he's gonna get to. He's like, oh word, so uh, you you know, so you do this kind of food culture, X, Y, and Z, so you're the stinky person on the airplane. And he's and, the, and he's like, oh shit, you do know, like, cause it actually does fit like into my different demographic region, my specific people, we are known for this one traditional di- uh, dish. I said I like this traditional dish, and now he said I'm the stinky Middle Eastern person on the plane with the smelly food. Like, mm. like he, how he does that in a way is like genius, I but at the same it. time, I just sent you a video of like one of his perfect ones. If you okay. want to pull it up on Insta. All right. Let me, let me, let me see if we can do this real quick. We're going to get into the segment after this, uh, sure. but yeah, like the, the dive into it with, and how he does it is he's one of my favorite comedians and I feel like he just nails it. He just does such a good job of like making the audience members of like all backgrounds feel included, That's and then great. just decimating them <laughs> with like <laughs> the best jokes. <coughs> One type of Indian, Punjabi. Are you sick? <laughs> Fucking six, man. Those are the dudes that wear the turban and shit, and they got that bracelet, that little silver bracelet. <laughs> That's a badass bracelet. No, for real, because back in the day, that used to be a sheath that would protect them from swords because the Sikhs were the warrior class of people in India. And then over the years, you know, the meaning has changed. Now it's used to rest on the steering wheel of an Uber. But <laughs> you, you see you see what I'm saying and how and how and how he does it, like he puts so much context within it and understanding the people, understanding the history, understanding the culture. And then he's like. 
I know about you, so now I can make fun of you instead of being mm. like I'm on some stereotypical bullshit. Yeah, and 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 going for the cheap laugh. He's like, no, I'm gonna give you the filet mignon mm-hmm. of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> he has about still twelve minutes until that. He has about probably about twelve minutes until that's offensive. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has a he, very limited time. If, if not already, there are people who are like, just because you have Google or just because you talk to people in an Uber doesn't mean you can make jokes about them. Like, I'm sure there's already people on that way. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that's the that's thing again. It's like, yo, you have that 100,000-person crowd. Right. 20% are wavering. Yeah, it's that's working 80, right now. 80,000. Yeah, yeah, it's working right now. It's working right now. And Definitely. I think that's that's great. I think yeah. it, I, the jokes are great, you know? I mean, that was a great joke. Uh, like the price floor in comedy, when you make offensive jokes, you automatically make like a there's like a access point where people are just gonna tune mm-hmm. out, and that's something you gotta be conscious of. But that's part of what people like. That's a part of what makes, you know, inflates comedians rise uh i'm gonna i'm going we're gonna get into the segments because you are short on time and That's i know great. it feels so great to be here and then, then the time flies and then you know no 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 the clock is there i'm tapped in <laughs> yeah all right first up wu-tay clang and nas are teaming up for the ny state of mind tour amazing ghost is uh, one of my favorite rappers very easily ghost face hands down uh yeah. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you. We 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 play a couple of different games on here. First off, we're going to do <sighs> fuck Mary Kill, Wu Tang Clan in the sense of the greatest of all time, the one you can listen to every day, mm-hmm. the Wu Tang member that you're like, get them the fuck out of here. Who is it? Oh, <laughs> um, so the one I can listen to every day, yeah, is Ghost. Of the Wu Tang Clan, you mean? Yes, of yeah. solely of the Wu Tang Clan. Um, the one I can listen to every day is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the best member of Wu Tang Clan, hands down? Best? Yes, hands down. Best. I mean, Ghost is my favorite. Hey. Yeah, Ghost is like you know scientific. My hand kissed it. Robotic, listic, optimistic. You probably missed it. Like that's Ghost. Yeah, yeah, nah, the energy from Ghost and what I get from that, I got to roll with Ghost as my favorite. So Ghost is your favorite. Then yeah. what? what is, I'll say this better, what is the album you can listen to every day? Supreme. Okay. I could listen to Supreme Clientele every day. Okay. <laughs> and for a lot of time in my life, I have. It's, it's so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of joy in just tapping in on an album. So what's the next one? So who's the Wu-Tang member you got to k- take out? take out has to go um has to leave the building forever it's not gonna i mean it's not gonna be cap i'll tell you that right now it's not gonna be capadonna um it's an it's an put it this way it's a name i'm having trouble recalling at this moment (laughs) um it's not riz it's not jizza um obviously Mm -hmm. i swear Um, to god if you say odb i'm gonna kick you out of here (laughs) No, it's definitely not ODB. The black man is God. Um, it is. Oof, it's between. Damn, what's homie's name? Who's on? Um, uh, this is how we do him. Put a rough ride on my bus right through him. Who's that again? Insert the Cardi lines. I don't want to say the wrong one. So that that may be. That may be, it may unfortunately either be, it may be Master Killer. Um, un- with respect to the God, 
it may be Master Killer. It I was gonna say it was you guard, but it's not. It, it it actually may be Master Killer. All right. Yeah. But I can listen to Ghost every day. Um Jizza too is great, obviously. Ray Meth, Cap, ODB, Rizza, even you guard. Um, but Master Killer, I'm not really tapped in. Okay. All right. Next up we have I need, like Dylan said it, top five, top five, top five. Who's okay. your top five MCs of all time? MCs? Yes. Rappers. Oh, man, we should have played some of my music while I sing. This would have been a lot different and easier. <laughs> um, top five MCs. Can I do in no particular order? Yeah. Okay, Chuck D. Okay. Um, Hove. Okay. Um, I could just say Chuck D twice. Um, Slick Rick. That's three. Um, um, you said favorite, right? You used the word favorite, didn't I, you? I said your top five of all time. Those are the oh, exact okay. words. <laughs> the word favorite would save me. Um, I'll say Ghost, Chuck, D, Slick Rick. Um, I said Hove. Mm-hmm. So that's four, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, got up. I only have one more. That's insane. Um, I, I mean, I want to go with Kanye just because he's so much of a favorite, and also that covers a that covers numerous MCs who he's who he's written with. So I'm gonna go with Kanye. Okay. Um, yeah. Sol- solid top five. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so there, we're not gonna get into the shoe shoe stuff today, <laughs> but uh, that's funny. We what we are going to get into is. Because you didn't mention them, and I was kind of surprised by this, but it mu- it makes more sense because of where you live in the world. We finally get another Kendrick album. Oh, I didn't mention as as one of my top five. Yeah, you didn't mention him as oh. one of your top five, which is fine because you're from the X, so it makes no, sense. No, like I feel like I, to be honest, I feel like I mentioned Kendrick with the MCs that I mentioned. You know, because you only got five, so there's, you have to pick five that represent so you don't much have more. To explain it. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, but are you excited for the new Kendrick album? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm always excited for what? What? You know. What? What is the song that you gravitate to, of Kendrick's? What's one that's like you know when you think of Kendrick, you think of the song. Uh, sing about me. Okay, that's one that I think of immediately. Um, Mama is another one I think of immediately, but that's also just as much because of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um. And just like the feel of, and 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 uh and Layla Hathaway because that's who you're hearing on that sample. But um, yeah, those are two songs. I'll just I'll, I'll cap it. And Money yeah. Trees it comes comes to mind very quickly. Me and my niggas like that line comes. It comes very quickly to me when I think of Kendrick. That that line is iconic to me. Yeah. Uh. All right. I, I would say that I'm very excited for the album, though. And another reason I'm excited is because I want to hear what the future with the next realm of um, of like L.A. and on a greater scale, some of the West Coast um, but what about the hip hop musicality Coast? is going to sound like. What about you know? the East Coast music that's coming out? How you feeling about it? I'm excited because. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I wanted to say that in the you know Pusha T Pusha T is 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 a you know a beautiful amazing MC um and I am excited to hear like 
He's a rapper's rapper. Yeah, I, I'm excited to hear like the you know the combination of of Kanye oversight and 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 Pharrell and and Neptune's and Chad Hugo and like production. Mm -hmm. um, but there's no but. The point I'm making is with Pusha T, a lot of times like I'm. Here, I'll I'm say it for you. I'm left craving more with songwriting sometimes. Let, let me say it for you. Hey, yeah, first off, he's 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 the crack king because he sits up. His crack music is 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 it's is, great. Mwah. But yeah, within the same point, the thing that gets me about Pusha T, I appreciate a Pusha T feature more <laughs> than I appreciate a Pusha T album. Him, he is the seasoning <clears throat> added to a black meal after it's already been put on the table. So I Mama seasoned it, but you might need like, yo, you know, I, I, let me throw a little hot sauce on this. Would is it safe to say that, in your opinion, Pusha T works best in teams with other? Yes, uh, like the clips, know. amazing albums. Yeah, the duality was was amazing. Can you say that Pusha T has released an album better than the clips original? I wouldn't know because I haven't deep dived into any Pusha T and that's albums. It. That's exactly why. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to the. No, to the di no disrespect. Yeah. It, and it's the thing that's like, yo, it's the same thing can be said said for uh, Outkast. That's why Andre Three Thousand has never put out a solo solo album. Big Boy has. Big Boy has never outsold the Outkast albums. That's no disrespect to Outkast or Big Boy because he hmm. is in the fabric. He's of the makeup of Outkast. Mm. So the greatness of there is only with him in it. Mm -hmm. But when you look at his bodies of work that are separated from that, he's a different kind of artist. That's the same thing as you take the Beatles. The Beatles as a sum of their parts, some of them are more valuable than others. But did any of those individuals sell more than the Beatles? That's a really bad example. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I wouldn't dive with the DeVitos as an example on that realm because they made some pretty they, they made some, you know, they made monumental music outside of yeah. the Beatles. Yeah. But A did lot. they outsell the Beatles? Well, I mean, outselling something doesn't have to do with how good the music is Ooh. You know, all the time. Ooh, all know? right. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna have to come. We going you have to come back on because you got we got to dive into yeah, that's not, what, what is directly related. what is what is the truth about uh, about having a a successful album is it being a cult classic or is it sitting up here being number one well i mean like, just the beatles is not a good example because brian epstein died bro like brian epstein was a manager like you know like just the extent of what brian epstein was doing in regards to um you know packaging and manufacturing and the schedule he had them on mm -hmm. like they you know they were able to be so great because they were drilled the way they were you know, as teenagers, they were playing like six, you know, when the, once the band fully formed, they were playing like six, seven nights a week live. And then they had to do, you know, they were doing like a full on album, like numerous times a year, numerous singles, like they were drilled, you know, to the point of complete exhaustion. So they, you know, it's, that's not a good example, but I do agree with you with the prior example. So I'll just give you this example then for the last one. And yes. Then we'll make it quick. Uh, and sync. Justin Timberlake <clears throat> has sold more on certain projects than NSYNC did. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I believe so. Yeah, I, I believe, probably. I, believe I, I mean, it feels there. right at this uh, point. <laughs> but NSYNC, as a, the fabric of what they are, their part might be more 
than them together. And I say that in the sense that Justin Timberlake is one of those people that feels like they were born to be a star with him being on the Mickey Mouse Club, mm -hmm. transitioning into NSYNC, his mm -hmm. prominence in there, and then his prominence afterwards, and even his prominence within discovering other artists and doing other projects and other genres mm -hmm. with other people. I feel like that is a summation of being like, that is the dude, the group was great, but mm -hmm. it was always going to be that dude. You gotta ask, you would have to ask Timbaland and Pharrell that question. You would have to ask them, yo, this is the question you'd have to ask, in my opinion. You'd have to ask them straight up, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. If that boy didn't do millions with NSYNC, would you have ever fucked with him straight from the Mickey Mouse Club? That's the I, question you'd have to ask. You can put that same question on Michael Jackson, Jackson 5. Would you have ever fucked with Michael solo mm -hmm. without the Jackson 5? Would he, you? Uh, uh, but he had he had uh, the difference between the two is that Michael Bobby had, Brown. Michael had solo material early in the Jackson Five's career. Yeah, which is the difference between Bobby. You know, you're the the. It's a little different from Michael because Michael had solo material fairly early in the Jackson Five's like rise. It it wasn't like it wasn't like they did you know, you know millions a lot and like made this huge impact and then he went solo like he already was setting the tone for doing solo stuff early with ben and like a bunch of other stuff hey i mean outcast abstracts there it's mostly uh, that was a great example when you <laughs> said outcast i was like damn that's a great example uh all right so we're going to go on this real quick because i just want to know we we really haven't talked about this on the show and i think it just needs to be talked about yo buying out the game taking it Elon, how 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 you how you feeling about Elon buying out Twitter? Twitter was already privately owned. Um, not because they're bored and with how they're how how it's structured in the way. Yes and no, I would say the only the the, the I guess the real thing I wanted to say with this is is Elon becoming Lex Luthor. <laughs> by, I mean, by that question, by that criteria, who do you think Jeff Bezos is? Um, there's errors of this. We've seen errors of this, right? Don't don't give it Jeff Bezos just because he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because we literally at this point, I don't want to get into that. But to, to answer your question about Elon, um, I I don't know enough about the details. And I know that's the minority of the way people speak about things. Um, but I feel fully confident, you know, saying i don't know a lot about the details i don't have a detailed um timeline on elon Musk's rise in career i know mildly the things that he does mm -hmm. and is associated with with spacex and obviously with tesla um so let me let me just i give don't you know a, his intentions quick, for twitter let me give you a quick brief history he's a guy that created paypal tesla spacex uh, one of the people who created PayPal? Because I thought it was numerous. It is. One okay. of the people, yeah. Okay. One of the main. I think his brother was also involved in it. Am I right about that, Marcy? Do you know? I do not know. Um, <laughs> I do not know. But, yes, he's done that. He owns several other companies. He's got some patents. He's also made a blowtorch that he sold to X amount of <laughs> thousands of people on okay. the Internet. Uh, I, and, you know, uh, right now he holds the infrastructure for the best electrical system for cars and world so yeah. i'm just saying low-key 
and he used to be balding, and somehow he got that hair back before LeBron James did. My, I have a question <laughs> about Elon Musk in particular about his intentions for Twitter. Has he spoke about so any? what? So this is the weird thing that he did with Twitter, and I'll make it really quick. Sure. Uh, basically, he bought uh, a large percent of it. I believe it was like four or five percent, and then he he's the largest around. private like shareholder. Yeah, now he is. Okay, and then he turns around and bought nine percent. And when he did that, there is a, a certain clause where like, hey, we'll invite you to be on the board. You can be on the board, but you can't own more than this percentage. I imagine of it. he turned down the board. And so he accepted originally and then oh. he turned it down. And, oh. then he, <laughs> okay. and then he went to go buy more. And the thing that happened is when he bought the first percentage of it and he let people know about it. So he bought a percentage of it. Okay. He got in trouble with the FCC because you're supposed to re let this information known if you buy over four percent within X amount of days. He did okay. it just over those amount of days. Let that busy. be known. And then the world blew up. It was like, hey, we buying Tesla or we're buying Twitter stock. Everyone starts to buy Twitter stock. His shit goes up. He's like, hey, I'm going to go buy some more. And they're just like, oh, shit. Is he trying to do a hostile takeover? Is he going to be on the board? They, they invite him to be upon a part of the board. He throws out a question being like, hey, do you guys want an undo button on Twitter? Do you want an edit button? And then they're just like, oh, shit. And then the, the CEO and the people that are running Twitter is like, this is legit. We're really going to take some take some thought into this after you guys respond to it. And then he was out. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to be on the board. I know you offered me the position. I'm not going to take it. And then he went up and bought, I, I believe it was 9%. And for him to be the majority or something was like 15, something along those lines. And so now he came out of the woodwork and just like, no, I'm not trying to buy it. I'm just sitting up here investing. No, what? Fuck the game. I'm gonna buy it. I'll offer you forty three million dollars. Billion. Billion. Sorry, forty three billion dollars. Mm -hmm. You're evaluated <coughs> at being worth thirty two. Mm. Take the deal. And mm. they're just like, but we don't know if you have the assets to really do that. You are the richest man in the world, but your stuff is tied up in Tesla stock. And he's like, just now, don't worry, I got it. Mm. So I'm just like, is Elon Musk? Lex Luthor, are we 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 about to see? Because you know he's also making robots that he or he he alluded to. Hey, I have he's making technology to put these chips in people's brains for X, Y, and Z. He's saying that he's going to be able to take people's brains and transfer them into robots. He's like, that is the future. That is going to be a thing that we are going to be able to do. Oh, so I'm like, okay, it's, it's about Lex Luthor. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. I got to get back to you about what I want in all this, <laughs> to be most honest. Well, hey, let but me let me tell you. Even I will say this about Twitter, um, about potentially buying out Twitter. I I want it to be that this person is is buying out Twitter in in order to um, change the way it it works with governments. Yeah. Because um, right now, I think every tweet's like in the Library of Congress or something like that. Every presidential tweet. No, I think it's every single. No, it can't be. What do you mean it can't be? All it is is servers. Servers are this big. <laughs> what do you it's, mean it can't in, be? In the library, because in the Library of Congress, they're even the music that they're putting in. They just mm -hmm. put in Tribe Called Quest and Wu Tang Clan, uh, Thirty Six Chambers and uh, Low End Theory. Could you check that? Is that possible? We talked about it on the show. That's why I know. Because I'm I, I'm almost all sure. the presidential tweets are in the only. Line. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, just, I don't, I just don't see that as far those would be insane. Just being like, all right, we're going to collect every single tweet ever. And then, yeah, that would that would be bad. 
Uh, all right, getting into the final segments of the show today because we got to we got to hurry this up. Uh, first off, we're going to get into. Oh my God! Tell it. I have I have this. Is this helpful? Grinding. Yeah. All right. So let's. Go ahead and give me your grind your beans. So, all right, this next segment is grind your beans, where we talk about what's irking us, bothering us. It can be big, it can be small, but we need to know. Chaz, what's grinding your beans? I have two grinding my beans. I have like a you know a larger one and like a kind of small one. Okay. Um, larger one is like the overall kind of like passive aggressive vibe that I get sometimes out here. Okay. In in PDX. Um, you know, I've never heard somebody say, like, yo, just get, get the fuck out of here. Like, in New York, somebody be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and you know where you're at with that person. You're like, all right, cool. Either we fight or we both just go our separate ways. But I know the conversation is done. Yeah. And I like that. Um, and I like being comfortable saying that. And I feel like here, you know, here, it's like no one has steel toe boots on, figuratively speaking. Ever you can step on someone's toes super easily anywhere. Bar. Um, so there's that. Um, small thing that grinds my beans, don't whistle while I'm whistling. Don't do it. Don't join in and try to harmonize? If you're really good and you hit it, that'd be amazing. But that almost, I can't recall that ever happening to me. Yes. Uh, mine's I'm going to do because today is 420. Mm. Uh, I'm going Oh, to don't wet the tip. Pause. When you're smoking. <laughs> that's another one. That That's actually one. That, yo, fam. <laughs> That's so terrible. It's so uncomfortable. Or at least warn me so I can know. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're with a person you're super comfortable with, obviously you may know because you you know engage with you've them before. D- you, you, you've gone and done the cipher before. Yeah. But if it happens with the person I'm comfortable with, I'm especially like almost enraged because I like I'm like, yo, like this is wet. What is going on here? Like, I so don't like that at all. Mine's is one, but it's two folded. Uh, since it's 420, I'm going to say this. Just because you see me out or you see the homies out or, or any person out smoking a J, chilling, does not mean you walk up <laughs> and sit up here and be like, yo, can I hit this? It's COVID. I don't know you. And don't sit up here and treat me like I'm an asshole because I'm not letting you hit my joint. Yeah. It's, it's also- my joint. It's for, yo. Stop doing that. Yeah. Stop being the weirdo that's like, we, we don't live in these free times of joint handing off to peer on strangers. Because you know what? Not all y'all vaccinated. Not all y'all sit up here and wash your hands after you go use the bathroom. Not all y'all doing the 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 these the things that need to be done yeah. in this world. Also, but, you're not like, what? I can't people go just be David. sharing J's with random people? I didn't even think that oh, was a yo, thing. Oh, yo, in Portland? Yes. And, and, and then secondly. That's ridiculous. My my you can more, get a J wherever. My more important thing is Dave Chappelle is supposedly playing tonight. I believe here. Uh, yeah, he's doing he's doing his comedy show four twenty. I believe that's still going on. If it's not, it's a secret show like always. No no no. It's oh, it's, okay. it, it was, it's supposed to be. I think it's at the Motor Center. Uh, yeah. Oh okay. Dope. My my I thing, should actually. My thing is this. A text message. Maybe I can <laughs> go over there. Hey yo, shoot. Help a brother out. I got a ill. I can't share it now because I got to leave. But I have an amazing um. Amazing story of Dave Chappelle's story. Okay. Yeah, we played Dave Chappelle's block party in Dayton, Ohio, when we were on that tour with Quali. It was amazing. We didn't even get to talk about the Quali, any of the stuff, the touring, and everything else. I was here for it. <laughs> I. But do you have another grinding your beans or no? Uh, what do you mean? 
No, do you, is oh, that the second, end of that? that yeah. All right, so that'll be my grinds, my means for today because we know we got to get you out of here. So yeah. uh, first off, tell people where they can find you, where they can see all the greatness and the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here? Yeah. Peace, y'all. It's Chaz Van Queen. Peace and love to everyone. Um, my name is Chaz Van Queen, and that's all my music. So anywhere, Chaz Van Queen. You can find music on my site, chazvanqueen.com, because that's the best place you should go. But the next place you could go is Bandcamp, because I love supporting independent creators. So hit Bandcamp, chazvanqueen.bandcamp.com. Also, I have some... Uh, I'm working. Okay, I was making sure. <laughs> I'm going in order of importance. Okay, I got you. Um, and yes, um, the one social media that I, I do engage is Instagram, so... Chazman Queen on the gram. Oh, and a little Twitter here and there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate the love. And more than anything, take in the music. Get some inspiration from it, man. It's a lot there for you. Five star right. uh, This has been another episode of Your Morning Drip. I have been your host, Runner Rock, our special guest, Chazman Queen. From uh, the. <laughs> from the X. From the X right now. Uh, out here in Portland doing the damn thing. Uh, yo, man, it's great to have you on. We did it's not nearly get into. All the stuff that need, we need to get in school, the community work, the DJing, the, the, the DJing, yeah. the touring. Yes, yeah, a we, lot. We, 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 we might have to have an episode too, man. We might have to bring it back. I don't think it's a might. I think we literally have to because we, there we the second go. part of this interview. Uh, but yes, yeah, so anyways, thank you for coming out. This has been your Morning Drip. Make sure to like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Boop. Follow us on all the things at yourmorningdrip.com Boop. or your Morning Drip on social media apps. Uh, yeah, that's it. We out of here. Peace. Prana. That was a blessing, man. Thank you so much.